Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back, everybody. Sports Daily. Jacob Albrock, Tommy Caster with you on this holiday Monday edition. Chad Chambers producing. 869-1240 is the number to call. College basketball on Saturday was great. College basketball tomorrow night should be even better as KU visits K-State. So K-State, let's start there, Tommy, because they played first. Has the adversity for the first time, and this is the Big 12. They lost to a good team on the road. I don't think anybody's going to sit here and be overly concerned about losing a road game to a really good Big 12 team. Um, but, you know, Kansas State had it had a chance to prove it's, you know, whatever you want to put quantify it with, a top 10 team, whatever it is. But now they got to now they got to bounce back, and they've got to bounce back in a really tough spot again at home against KU. So... This will be interesting for K-State. TCU got them, and TCU controlled that game big time all the way through. It was, you know, it was sort of a 20-point margin throughout until the very end of the game. Uh, Keontae Johnson, uh, you know, was pretty good, but not his best. Marquise Noel, it felt like took a really long time to get things going. I think a couple of things, Tommy. I think TCU's in the mix very much in the Big 12 overall to win it, uh, and I, and I think K-State's fine. It's just, you know, TCU dominated them at home. I, I don't know what to make of it. It was, you know, I called it a trap game. You didn't agree with that. I, I think it was, I don't think that's why K-State lost the game. I don't think they were overlooking it or anything like that. I think it was, you know, just a trap game for momentum because it was going to be a tough win no matter how you sliced it to go down there and get that one. Yeah, I never bought into the mentality that it was a trap game, and I still don't because I think a trap game, um, it, it assumes that a team is overlooking or not taking seriously an opponent. And TCU is, is a great team, and they have been, and they were desperate. They needed to have uh, that win after falling to Texas earlier last week. And so I never bought into that mentality that it was a trap game for the Wildcats. Um, but, yeah, I mean, TCU looked outstanding at home. Uh, they had, what, a 14-point margin 
uh, in the first half, and then the te- two teams played even in the second half. But TCU jumped out to a great start. They had four players in double figures, and the Wildcats had a hard time shooting the ball at times. Uh, and, and both of the guys that you rely on to make shots in Johnson and Noel, uh, neither one of them shot it at the clip that you would really expect them uh, to do that. Now, both of them finished in double figures, uh, but to your point, Keontae Johnson looked good, not great, and Marquise Noel looked good, not great. And I would say that as those two guys go, the whole team is going to go. And they didn't look great. And so the Wildcats didn't look great. But I'm not concerned at all moving forward for this Wildcats squad. I think they've still proven that they are one of the best teams in the conference and are absolutely deserved of their ranking right now. So I'm not concerned about where they stand at this moment, even after losing by 14 on the road to TCU. TCU's a great team. Uh, They're going to be in the top 15. I don't know, maybe even the top 10 when the new rankings come out. Uh, So I don't have any issue whatsoever with the Wildcats losing this game. Yeah, I mean, I I have an issue with the lost it because it really was. It was like a 20-point margin most of the way. I I have a problem with that. Like, I don't like that they lost it that badly. Uh, TCU climbs back in now with two conference losses. They were in a desperate spot. And Kansas State now, who will be underdogs tomorrow to some degree, I don't know how much yet, but they'll be underdogs, is got a tough spot to not fall down even, you know, below Iowa State potentially. And then at that point, you'd be two games, two and a half really behind Kansas, which would be no bueno for Kansas State. Kansas State will need to play with a bit of desperation if they want to win a Big 12 title tomorrow. And that will be also interesting to see. But I am disappointed that they lost it by that margin, and they were really never in that game against TCU. A loss is a loss, but they got their butts kicked. And so we've got to see them bounce back from getting their butts kicked. Teams get their butts kicked in college basketball all the time. But now, again, this group, right, how do they respond to that? And and I suspect they'll respond to it very well, and they'll come out with their hair on fire at home and give Kansas a heck of a game. I don't think that this is some larger you know, look at this team as like they're overrated or anything like that. I think we're well beyond that. I think they just got their butts kicked. And it was the perfect spot if you were writing the script for a game to get your butt kicked, right? And a part of that had to do with TCU. I think part of that had to do with K-State and just the energy and everything that they've, you know, had to expel over going on the road and playing those two tough games and then, you know, all the things coming back home, playing another tight game, like everything about that was like, okay, this could be a spot. And it was a spot. So now they got to bounce back from it. And it's a pretty quick turnaround to a Tuesday game too, by the way, like that's not a ton of time to sit and and think about it. And they may think that's a good thing because they may want the opportunity to get right back out there and wash that one away. But, you know, I don't know if, Again, I don't call it disappointing by any means, except that the margin was bigger than you know than I'd like to see. They they were never in that game. TCU pretty much had it wire to wire. I know that we're going to probably spend a lot of time tomorrow previewing the Sunflower Showdown, um, and that's great. But my early thought right now is that regardless of what the line is, uh, I think that. KU will have a difficult time covering whatever that line is. It could come out at two and a half, three, four, yeah, I think somewhere around close. there. But I think that they're going to have a difficult time covering that. I think that this game more than likely will come down to its final possession. And it wouldn't shock me one bit if not only the Wildcats have the lead late in the game, but it also wouldn't surprise me if Kansas State wins. Uh, now, I know, I know that KU 
in recent years has dominated the rivalry. Um, I don't think I think I read this over the weekend that the Wildcats have not beaten Kansas since 2019. Uh, so it's been a while. Of course, those were a couple of really bad years for the Wildcats in the final years of Bruce Weber. This is a different team. Uh, and Kansas has shown a propensity for playing really, really tight Big 12 games. And up to this point, being able to win all of them when they've been close. Now, the difference is a lot of those really tight games have been inside Allen Fieldhouse. They're going to Bramlage tomorrow. Um, I wouldn't be shocked one bit if we're talking Wednesday morning about the Wildcats breaking that streak and getting a victory. I think it's I think everything is trending towards a bounce back game for the Wildcats and Jerome Tang being able to get his guys up and ready for a huge matchup tomorrow night. I I agree. Um, And and yeah, we'll see what the line is. I don't know anybody on the planet. KU fans included that liked the KU line against Iowa State. What was it? Nine and a half. Yeah. It's like no way. No. What? Nine and a half. What do you? What have we been watching? Take the points every day. Yeah. And and KU's. I think one of KU's great strengths this year is they are in what are we in January sixteenth in a mode where they're just finding all sorts of different ways to win games. That's a strength. But they're not to the point yet where they're ready to start blowing people out of the water in Big 12 play. And I'm not sure we'll ever reach there because the conference is just too good. And so, you know, whatever it is, I think it'll be within five points. I don't think it'll be any bigger than that. It may be even closer. But, yeah, K-State absolutely has a chance. It's actually a decent matchup for K-State. I think K-State is is a lot like KU in what they'll struggle against, um, which is bigs, right? I, I think that K-State and KU are similar in that way that they could struggle against good bigs like like K-State did against Lampkin um, because he's a really good player, right? We saw that last year in the postseason, and he can take over a game at times. And and he didn't, you know, he was limited in his minutes even in that game against K-State. But KU we saw in the Tennessee game. Now, they KU's proven it a couple other times, right? The Duke game, and they've, and they've handled bigs okay. But this, to me, feels like a K.J. Adams game and how good has he been for KU. And I think he's everybody's favorite player. He's certainly mine. Ten games in like, a row with ten points yeah. or more. I mean, love that's, that's watching that guy play. Yeah. But it's you know, if you're KU, that's it. Like you, hey, KJ Adams, take this game over because we just saw, you know, K State and and their struggles against a big. Well, you may not be as big as Lampkin, but you're ten times more athletic. Go get it. Like go get yours in this game. It wouldn't surprise me also for this to be a Grady Dick game. Uh, he had 21 against Iowa State totally. on Saturday. And yeah. this is his first Sunflower Showdown. He's a Kansas guy. We've seen this sort of thing happen before, whether it's Christian Brown playing for KU uh, yeah. and when, whenever they face the Wildcats, or on the other side of it, Dean Wade playing for Kansas State against KU. Uh, and that kind of chip on the shoulder, like, you know, and especially for K-State, like when Dean Wade played, I remember like all the narrative was, Kansas didn't really recruit him, and here he goes to Kansas State, and so he loves those matchups. So it wouldn't shock me one bit for this to be a Grady Dick-type game. Um, but that being said, I'm really looking forward to this line coming out uh, tomorrow and us talking about it uh, because I, you know, I would imagine it's somewhere in that 2-4 to four range for Kansas as the favorite. Um, I, I'm probably going to put money on Kansas State to cover that because I do think that it can come down. It will come down to the final possession. Yeah, I think it'll be three and a half or four and a half. We'll see. Um, 
I, here's what's interesting about Grady Dick. Grady Dick scored 20 points four times this year. Each of those times, he has not followed it up with, by his own standard, like a great offensive effort. He had 23 in the opener, followed it with 12. Had 25 against NC State, followed it up with 9. Had 20 against Indiana, followed it up with 11. And then he, he will have had 21 here. He... He his best stretch. He's had two stretches where he went eighteen and twenty five, and then probably I think his best stretch was a stretch, and it wasn't against what now looks like great. But he had four games with fifteen plus points. So what we've got to see from Grady Dick is to just really string that together and bring up his own standard. But he's a freshman, and and you know that's one of the things that takes the most time. That you know. It takes guys a long time in college basketball, I think, to do that, and I'm not sure we will, but it'll be interesting to see that. Can Grady Dick now follow up one of his real great offensive performances where he's, what What was he, I think, five of nine or something from the field? You know, can he, he follow that up 13. with another? I, I, sorry, from three, from five of nine from three. Yeah, five of nine um, from three, yep. It, can he follow that up with another one of those kind of games as we continue to see his evolution as a player? It's definitely on the table. Well, and I think it was very clear that the times that he was off the court, uh, the, can't, uh, the the Jayhawks were having trouble finding an offensive consistent answer. Uh, and so I, I know there was a stretch in the second half where Bill Self pulled Grady Dick uh, and he was out for, I don't know, maybe 30 seconds. And they had a really hard time getting anything going. And Grady Dick was right back in the game. So as we all know, it's an understatement that the Kansas offense is – uh, much better when Grady Dick is on the court. And so he played 31 minutes against Iowa State. And it wouldn't surprise me in a rivalry game like this tomorrow night inside Bramlage that barring any kind of foul trouble, uh, I wouldn't be shocked to see Grady Dick out there for more than 31. I mean, maybe 35 to 38 minutes. I think Bill Self is going to try to get him out there as much as possible because in an environment like Bramlage, you're going to need somebody like Grady Dick who can make a big shot at times to quiet the crowd. And so don't be shocked to see him out there more than 31, barring any kind of foul trouble. Uh, we'll talk more about that game, obviously, tomorrow. Cannot wait for it. It will be the college basketball spot of the year for us. Uh, let's hit Wichita State here, too. Um, winners, Tommy. They beat the worst team in the league by four at home. I mean, I'm glad they won the game. They had to win the game. There was a time where we were like, oh, good. Uh, they didn't shoot it well from three. Surprise, surprise. You know, 11% from the game. They got it done, though. Tulsa putting up 69 points on that defense. No bueno. Yeah. Um, well, that, that's they, not good. They were down by, what, 20 or so um, at, you know, in the first half and then even in the beginning of the second half. Um, Paul and I warned about it on Friday. It was after you left the show and we previewed that game and uh of course they they got the victory they're back to two and three in the american but uh you know it was a it was gritty it was a good comeback but i'm not sure a lot of that inspires a whole lot of confidence yeah they got the win and that's great but they were in a position that frankly they shouldn't have been in correct uh, down by 15 or more at home against the worst team in the conference um man i i, I don't know yeah they got the they got the win I guess you you survive in advance and move on, um, but they certainly should not have been in that position. I mean, Tulsa shot almost 50% from the field. Tulsa. So that's going to be a problem. Wichita State right now has its most probably 
you know, the, the, the best chance for this team to ever make a statement is going to come this week when they get two road games at Memphis, at SMU. If they're ever going to flip the narrative this year, it's probably going to come this week. This is their opportunity to do it. It's a tough ask, but they get a long break before Memphis, and then they go to SMU, which which will then become a, a relatively quick turnaround. So we'll I will see. say real quick, though, credit to Jaquan Walton, 19 points. Uh, we've talked multiple times about – who other options offensively for Wichita State can get it done? And at least in that game for Tulsa, Walton stepped up and they needed him. They don't win that game without Jaquan Walton. They've had injury issues. The Shockers have, but you know, like Pierre wasn't there. Uh, Roja, or sorry, Pierre was there. Pierre was there, uh, but didn't have a good game. Just two for ten. And other guys that have picked up the slack. Yeah, Walton early in the year did some of that, but it's been a minute. And and James Rojas, that was one of his six of nine performances. You know, too. six of nine from the field was Walton, and so um, you know, shooting at a high clip. Um, you know, it, it, it was nice to see him kind of get back to that original form. What was interesting? The two bigs, Poto and Rojas, uh, combined twenty-two points, seventeen rebounds, eight assists between those two. That's an interesting development. That may be something to look at for a team that at times is offensively challenged work through those two work through those two guys. I, I don't and know. Xavier I don't know. bell off the bench, you know, 10 points and, and uh, four of six shooting in 15 minutes of play. Um, he was kind of that spark plug too. And, and we've seen that role be Melvion Flanagan's the last few games, uh, but it was bell against Tulsa um, coming in off the bench, you know, scoring in double figures and kind of being that spark plug. We'll see. They got a big week coming up. We'll get more on that later in the week. We'll have uh Kevin Saul, Wichita State Athletic Director, get his take on things uh, midweek. That's coming up on Wednesday. We'll come back uh, now open the rest of the way. We've hit the NFL. We've hit college basketball. What do you want to talk about the rest of the way? 869-1240, some other storylines to get through. We'll be back on Sports Daily. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. 
Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.